Welcome, 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 everyone, to another edition of Hashtag SSS Pod Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points. I am Ryan. As always, I am being joined by the hashtag two time loser of the prediction contest. <laughs> it is Nathan. Everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have a we have a lot to talk about this week. We got some news, we've got some uh, rumors, and we've got some results, and we've got full gear to talk about. We're gonna try to condense everything else as quickly as we can because um, we usually like to go a little bit in depth on the pay per views. So, well, we even uh, I even got a little a uh, little bit of uh, New Japan Pro. I've been I've been watching that, getting caught back up, so that way yeah. I can throw that in there yeah so we have got a lot to talk about so much is happening in the world of wrestling um we'll get right into it with monday which as always we start with roh yep and we crowned the pure champion on this episode yep we finally had the finals it was um this is not what I wanted. Hold on. It was uh, Tracy Williams taking on the octopus. In a submission battle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this match was uh, a lot of submissions. A lot of submissions. Um, Tracy Williams kept using his strategy of making everybody use all their rope breaks and then trying to submit them in the ropes. Yeah, that was his strategy all tournament long. Uh, where are these results? And he, uh, he tried it again, and uh, it did not work on this one because in the end, the octopus outsmarted him, out-submission wrestled him, got the win, and he is your new pure champion. So he's a tag team champion and the pure champion. Yep. And uh, also on this show, we had the uh, six-man tag team action. Uh, EC3 teamed up with the Briscoes to take on – what is this dude's name? Uh, the big man, his name is, uh, uh, Taylor. Yeah. Shane Taylor. Um, this was a very, it was, I mean, I don't like multi-man matches, but it was pretty good. It was okay. Except for the fact that EC3 didn't try. Yeah. Not sure why he's even there. Yeah. He didn't try at all. Um, it was very, uh, yeah. Um, this match was won by Shane Taylor and his group, uh, Taylor Enterprises. Um, so they got the win. So big win for Shane Taylor and, and company. And that was the whole show because the uh, pure title match was about, I don't know, 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was probably, it was over 30 at least. Uh, so it was, it was pretty good. Uh, ROH was really good. We'll see what they come up with now after the, now that the tournament's over. Yeah. Um, see what kind of shows they put together here. Um, and now we'll go to quickly through the big – the big show, uh, Monday Night Raw. Yep. I'm going to be honest, this show was a pain to get through, and I really didn't pay much attention uh, through most of this show. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard. Um, the show started off with the moment of bliss with Randy Orton. Yeah. Uh, this was weird. It was like they flipped the roles between McIntyre and Orton a little bit. A little bit. Um, Orton's kind of acting like a fake, and it's weird. And then The Miz claimed he was going to cash in, um, and then Orton McIntyre came back out and stopped it. So no cash in there. There was a, there was an attempt uh, before they actually got the official announcement done. McIntyre came out and stopped it. Uh, they had. I forgot about this stupid match. 
we had Jeff Hardy and Elias and the guitar on a pole match. Right. I guess Vince Russo is back. Yeah, it felt like WCW. Um, the, the highlight of this was uh, Elias throwing a stool at Jeff Hardy, <laughs> um, which is weird. Um, it was a pole match, but yet you still won by pinfall, which is... Well, at first they said they didn't. At first they said you yeah. won when you hit the... But then they still, yeah, had a pinfall. So I, they are, and, it was just like WCW. Nobody knew what the rules were. And it was the worst chair table or the worst uh, guitar shot I've ever seen. It didn't even break at all. Yeah. Um, Hardy came off the top rope and just landed on him with the guitar and it didn't break. This, this was bad. This was bad all around. Yeah. Just... Not not good. Um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defended their tag team titles against Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Uh, these four women are all on the uh, Survivor Series team, which is very weak in my opinion. Um, Dana Brooke during this match pinned Shayna like, but without the you know, like it was like she should have won, but then the, you know referees and all that stuff. Very confusing. Uh, in the end, though, um, Shayna and Nia get the win, and then Nia, of course, put Lana through another table. Um, Bobby Lashley beat R Truth and then threw Gulak on top of R Truth, and so Gulak became the new number 24 7 champion. They had the Raw Survivor Series team talk to each other. That was whatever. Then they yeah. had triple threat, Strowman, Sheamus, and Keith Lee, three big men just beating the hell out of each other in this match. Um, they did like the uh, triple powerbomb thing spot that they always do, but with these three men, it looked really cool. <laughs> um, Keith Lee had Strowman and Sheamus on his shoulders, which is crazy. <laughs> um, in the end, Braun Strowman won, which means he qualified for the Survivor Series team. Uh, so it's now Strowman, Sheamus, Lee, and AJ. Um, the Firefly Funhouse this week was pretty di different with Alexa Bliss. There was a lot of swearing, which was great. Um, they had the swear jar and all that fun stuff. Um, and then they had the uh, Alexa Bliss tongue trick, whatever it was. Yeah. Super weird. <laughs> it was weird. Bray Wyatt said, oh, shit. Yeah. And then uh, the, the the woman puppet said Orton can go fuck himself, which was funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nia Jax defeated Lana, and then she put her through the table again. That happened this time. I get that confused. There, There's like three segments with them in this show, and I just – they all jumbled together in my eyes. But this is where Nia Jax put her through the table. <sighs> the Hurt Business had a thing. Rick, then, then here comes the fun part. Ricochet defeated Tucker. Tucker is now a jobber, I guess. They're not even going to continue the Tucker and Otis feud. Um, this is, it's just, they're done, I guess. Otis got over it pretty quickly, I guess. Yeah, and then, then, uh, Retribution came out and beat up Ricochet and and Tucker just to make them all look like jobbers, even though Retribution's been treated as jobbers. So is it just a big jo jobber segment? Yep, pretty much. Uh, yeah, Tucker turns heel and then immediately loses to Ricochet. Doesn't doesn't really help his new heel persona that well, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Drew McIntyre took on The Miz and Morrison in a handicap match in the main event. This was this was decent. Um, so, yep. It was okay. It's the same role that's been going on since the pandemic started. So, I mean, it's Just all right. Just with different people, yeah. So, that was that. That, that, was, that, was, that was the Monday. Um, if you want to go through impact. Yeah, I'm bringing it up here because. <laughs> 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 
this show, man, I picked a great time to start getting into Impact. I tell you what, because this show was um, something. They they continued the Who Shot Johnny Bravo with uh, with uh, Tommy Dreamer is now a detective, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's leading the charge to find out who did it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's beyond dumb. We also had uh, uh, Chris Chris Bay took on Trey Miguel. I guess their winner might get a shot at the uh, X Division title. Uh, Chris Bay beat Trey Miguel. So I guess he might get a shot. I don't know. We had the return. Uh, this match was good. This match was good, but like it was like six minutes, and it felt like that six minutes went by really quick. Right. Um, like they only gave him six minutes, and it felt like it was like a minute, and this match was over. Um, <laughs> yeah. You forgot the beginning of the show was Deanna Perasso, um defeated Sue Young by disqualification. Oh, yeah. The knockout title. So. Yeah. So. So, so Young kept the belt. Right? Yes, and now they're doing a rematch at Hard to Kill, no disqualification. So. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we had a return of locker room talk. And she had. Jordan oh man, Grace. this was. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, she had Jordan Grace and and uh, Tennille Dashwood. Neither one of them have a tag team partner. They. She thought she could convince them to be tag team partners. That didn't work. And apparently now her and Tennille Dashwood are going to be tag team partners in the whenever they try to have this knockouts tag team tournament. Yeah, this made Grace look stupid. Yeah. Like this, this segment didn't do any favors for uh, Jordan Grace. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of made her look like an idiot. So, um, they had the defeat Rohit challenge. Yeah. TJP. Um, Ethan Page and Doc Gallows. Had a match. That's all I can say. It was a match. It was a match. Yeah. Um, Johnny Swinger <laughs> defeated Go- Cody Deaner. Woo! Ooh, indeed. Yes, yeah, I mean, Ooh. Wrestle House is over. and There's no wedding, so I guess all these random jobbers are just going <laughs> to... Yeah, to- Moose and uh, Rich Swan. Or, or Rich, or uh, Moose and uh, uh, not Rich Swan, uh, his tag team partner, uh, Willie Mack. Yeah, yeah, Willie Mack. Yeah, they had altercation. That should be a good match whenever they wrestle. And our main event was Sammy Callahan. What? I said I like that segment. It was really good, actually. Yeah. So, props to Impact. They did something right. Yeah. Sammy Callahan and Eric Young are gonna. Uh, they they took on uh Rich Swan and Eddie Edwards in the tag team match, and uh, it was a good match. It was. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Uh. Who won this match? I forgot. Uh, you know, I forgot. Tells you how much I'm into this show. Let me get to it real quick. (laughs) I believe it was, I believe it was Young and Callahan. I think the champion won. You sure? No, maybe. I don't remember. I think Callahan picked up the win. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he won. With this it. is very bad that we don't remember, but you know. Yeah, he won with a power. A lot happens in the week. So I think okay. Callahan might be next yeah. in line for a title shot. 
But that was really the show. We we found out we have like ten suspects for who shot Bravo. So that'll we'll see who ends up shoot, being the the guy that shot Bravo or girl. Uh, good God, that's impact. <laughs> he's not. He's oh, and, and he didn't die. He's in critical but stable condition. Just oh, you know. There you go. Well, there you go, Ryan. They said that. He's not dead. They didn't kill him off, I guess. I don't know where it goes from here, but yeah. Uh, Let's let's move on. Um, (laughs) Let's move on to the good wrestling show. Uh, We've got NXT. We'll go to Wednesday. We've got NXT. We'll do first this time. Uh, this show started off with a banger, Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. Uh, this match was great. I, I had no problems here. Uh, Dakota Kai gets the win over Ember Moon, which kind of shocked me. I'm a Dakota Kai fan, but uh, I was not expecting her to actually beat uh, Ember Moon. So, Yeah, I didn't think that was interesting. Um, Kushida defeated... Kushida defeated Cameron... Yeah. Uh, Kashida defeated Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes is still like a, a freaking out over Halloween Havoc. So uh, the referee, the funniest part was the second referee came down during this match, and it was the zombie referee, and he lost his mind, which was great. <laughs> really just Cameron Grimes is fantastic. Uh, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane uh, took on Everize, but then – Pat McAfee and his group show up. Um, they are now calling themselves the Kings of NXT. Yeah. Not a great name. No. Uh, they burned the flag of the Undisputed Era saying they are now over and the Pat McAfee this era is started. I'm assuming this is leading to war games of some kind or something, but I don't know. Will they do war games in the pandemic era, though? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. It would be great if they could, but I don't think they will. So I don't know what it's leading to. But, but again, uh, Pat McAfee can talk better than anyone on any roster in wrestling. It is, he's like a natural. It is great. Uh, Pat McAfee's promos are always amazing. Uh, Tony Storm was back this week as she took on Shotzi Blackheart. Um, this was a pretty good match until, uh, um, Candice got involved and she ran over, uh, Shotzi's tank. Uh, Shotzi thought Tony took her tank, which was weird. I don't know why she thought that, but she did the whole match. She kept screaming, what'd you do? Or where's my tank? (laughs) So (laughs) it's weird, but, um, then they had the thatch as thatch can again. Um, this is pretty good though. I, I, I enjoy this, you know, I'm learning about wrestling. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this time one of his trainees fought back. Yeah. August gray, uh, fought back. So it's looking like that's a, I mean, that's a decent way to debut somebody. So I'm down with it. And your main event was Tommaso Ciampa and Velveteen dream. Um, this was decent, but again, this was more of a Champa fight than Dream. This was uh, just to get Champa over, it seemed like. Yeah. And it looks like, I don't know, man. I don't know if Velveteen Dream is going to win another match. <laughs> uh, he's he's on a downhill slide here. Uh, yeah. But overall, it was a very, uh, very, very, very fun show. I very I, remember, I enjoyed this episode of NXT. Um, and then we move on to Dynamite. Uh, this is their go home show for uh, um, Full Gear. This is their this is their last show before Full Gear. So we'll see what kind of uh, what kind of stuff they pull out here. Right in our opening, uh, they started off this show. <laughs> yeah. Our no, opening ahead. match had uh, MJF and 
Wardlow taking on Ortiz and the Spanish god Sammy Guevara. Uh, was Chris Jericho on commentary during this? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Surprisingly, he didn't get up and get involved, which was weird. And he was just, like, really excited, like, just going crazy for Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, uh, Matt Hardy came out and distracted slash attacked Sammy Guevara. And then uh, MJF beat Ortiz with the salt of the earth armbar. I don't know why he has that as his finisher, but that's what he uses. And yeah. he picked up the win heading into full gear. So he has a little momentum. Yeah, then he like pushed Jericho over. So on the commentary. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the um, next match was Miro versus Trent. Yeah. Uh, two people who don't have last names. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That was a pretty good match. It, um, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. But uh, Trent spiked Miro with a swinging DDT but, and hit him with a my, uh, bicycle knee, but Miro kicked out just in the nick of time. And uh, Trent jumped off the top rope and with a springboard, but Miro blasted him with a kick, and it was game over. Oh, my God, don't. So, yeah, his video game gimmick, you know. It's so stupid. And, uh, yeah, it's weird having Miro as a video game gimmick, but... I mean, I know he does it, like, he streams and stuff, but I don't... I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. Um, so, that was that. Yeah. Um, we had a Hangman Page interview with Jim Ross. It was all right. He admitted that he was nervous, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah, um, super weird to just. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we had Taz come out, and he made a lot of sense. Yeah. He said that his guys should be on pay per view, and he doesn't understand why they're not. He pointed out that that uh, one of his guys is in the top five, and he's not on a pay per view. The other guy should be in the top five. He's not on pay per view. Because he's undefeated except for one loss. And yeah, he made a lot of sense. So hopefully Tony Khan takes uh, takes note of all that. Because those guys being left off of a paper use kind of bullcrap. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Um, it's because the same eight people are on paper view, but it. it AEW has a huge roster, and they never put any of them on pay-per-view. Like, it's crazy. Well, no one gets. it also, it's also, I mean, they also only do like five or six pay-per-views a year, so. That's true. So you'd think they'd try to get more people on them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they, they, you know, they, they have the same people all the time. So, it's, I. You know, I I would love to see Miro on pay per view. I'd love to see Taz's people on pay per view. I haven't seen Archer on pay per view in a long time. You know, yeah. Um, hopefully they switch it up. Uh, but well, after this pay per view, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, the Young um, Bucks um beat the uh, private or took on Private Party. Uh, he look. Uh, Matt Jackson looked hurt, and apparently he actually is hurt. Yeah. And, this is weird. Up, what's that? This is weird because, like, I don't know if they're trying to push Young Bucks as faces, but you're doing it against Private Party, who are also faces. I know it's weird, and it's just you're building them up against face teams, and I don't. It's weird booking to me, but yeah, and they ended know. up getting the win over him too with the BTE trigger, which is the worst move ever. God, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then we had a face-off for with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. It was a long, long promo. Yeah, it kept going. Um, 
Kingston basically said he won't quit and Moxley's going to have to kill him. Yeah. So. Then we had a video of Bastard Pac. Apparently he's coming yeah. back. Finally. And uh, he said he's gone crazy because he's been in isolation. <laughs> I mean, he was already crazy. So let's, we, we, let's see what that means. Cause, uh, yeah. Um, then we had uh, a crappy, crappy QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes interview. Didn't really care about it. Um, yeah. And then we had uh, the native beast, Nyla Rose, take on Red Velvet. And that was a squash match. I'm so tired. And we'll mention this since, you know, um, I'm so tired of their women getting nothing on these shows. Yeah. I mean, and Tony Khan mentioned it in the post-match, post-show scrum for a full, full gear. Um, but he basically admitted that they haven't done well with the women and that he's wanting to change it. So hopefully they do, because right now it's it's terrible. They get one match on, a, on their TV show, and it goes five minutes and it's over every time. Yeah, it's it, and then they did that huge women's tag team tournament, and then none of it was even on the show. It's yeah, just it was all, on, all on YouTube. It's just I get YouTube's a big thing, but more people watch the show than watch YouTube. You'd think, but whatever. Hopefully they can switch it around because they have probably the like worst booked women's division of any show. It's pretty terrible. Um. <laughs> And then the main event was Cody and the Gun Club versus John Silver, Colt Cabana, and Ten. This was a weird random match because Cody's wrestling this match for I don't know why. Agreed. It was super weird. I mean, Cody's just here for no reason wrestling, you know, the Dark Order when he's defending his title, which, you know, they should have done something with, but um, apparently the gun club are now a part of the nightmare family because everyone's got a group in this show. Um, and Billy Gunn looked pretty good here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not gonna... yeah, I don't, I, they must've gave him a bunch of quarter zone shots. I tell you. <laughs> um, and then Austin Gunn was the one that picked up the win at the end, which was just weird. So, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe they're going to yeah. push him. I think he's a little green to be pushed, but we'll see. Yeah, so that was dynamite. Not, I mean, it was an okay build for their pay per view, but it wasn't the best. Agreed. Uh, it, it wasn't the best go home show, but we've seen that from every show here lately. The go home shows have not been good uh, for any of these pay per views. Uh, so, yeah. So let's move on to Thursday with NXT UK. Yeah, this was a good one. We had a semifinals match between Noam Dar and A-Kid. It went almost – it went all six rounds. It almost went the whole distance. Uh, they each picked up a fall on each other. It was a good back and forth. But A-Kid ends up advancing, which kind of bummed me out because I was rooting for Noam Dar. But uh, I'm a big yeah. Noam Dar fan. And, but A-Kid gets the win in a really hard-fought victory. I really liked it. Uh, this tournament's pretty good, but now we got Dave Mastiff versus Trent seven next week. I don't know what that match is going to be like. That's going to be crazy. Uh, that's going to be a different. Fight, the winner of that fights a kid, which I did not expect a kid to be in the final. I, I honestly thought Noam Dar was going to come out on that side. So yeah. So we'll see how that goes. A-Kid. We also had Jenny taking on a rookie. Oh, Leah um, James. Yeah, Leah James, and she beat the crap out of her and kept calling her a stupid little girl the whole freaking match. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, we all, And then after the match, uh, Piper Nevin came out, also uh, uh, the champion. Kaylee. Kaylee Ray came out and uh, basically said, if, if somebody's going to beat me, they got to have a mean streak. And they didn't think that they'd have a either one of them had the mean streak. And then she slid a chair into the ring. And uh, Piper never proved she had a mean streak because she beat the crap out of both of them. Yep. And then she and then she uh, she she did the what does she call it? That Michinuku driver she does. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, anyway, she did that. She did that to each of them. So 
and then she chased down Kaylee Ray. So we had a weird promo with um uh man, what's that guy's name? That weird skinny dude. Ah, uh, he's with the wild boar and primate. Um, oh yeah, that dude. Yeah, I can't remember his name right now for some reason. I don't know what's going on. But he had a weird promo saying he was in control of a beast and a boar, or a primate and a boar, and then he went through the backstory of all of them. Pretty cool. Kind of weird. Um, so I guess they're a faction now. But in the opening match of this show, we had a six-man tag. It was a very odd six-man tag. We had... Very. Yeah. We had... Uh, Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis. Yeah, Eddie Dennis is his name. Sorry about that. that. Is, yeah. 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 Sorry about that. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. Um, we had uh, Gallus come out, and it's the return of Joe Coffey. So uh, he had a little bit of a um, little bit of a thing going on, some controversy surrounding him, but I guess they cleared it up because he's back. And um, so we got the Gallus taking on uh, pretty deadly. And Sam Brad Bradwell, I think is his name. Brad and, Bradwell, yeah. Yeah. And he was supposed to be in the original UK tournament, the very first one. And he got hurt. And they said they, they wrote him off by saying Pete Dunn injured him. But he was supposed to be in the very first one. He's been out for two years with a knee injury. So this was his debut match on NXT UK after two years. He didn't do bad. He's ripped. He's got a crazy hairdo. Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. But he uh, he didn't do bad, but it was a good match. But um, in the end, Gallus picked up the win. They look pretty good. Joe Coffey looks in the best shape of his life. So looking forward to seeing what Gallus does heading for, heading into the future here. I, I like Gallus. Their music cracks me up. I love that song. <laughs> um but yeah it was it was pretty good and i guess we'll head into friday night smackdown which was full of roman reigns and jay uso i tell you this show was a uso heavy show um but start off with a fantastic women's title match between sasha banks and bailey they never disappoint um before the match bailey was interviewed and she basically talked about how sasha has never defended her title um successfully in that she's going to take advantage of that again um this match was fun this was fun uh these two like i said they they always put on a good match um they never really have a bad one and this was another example in the end though uh sasha hits the backstabber into the bank statement for the win sasha banks is still women's champion uh she celebrates she goes to the top of the stage and carmella is there to super kick her in the face and then do the X factor. I'm not sure why that's her move, but whatever. <laughs> so I guess Carmella is going to come after the women's champion next. Um, we had a Jey Uso interesting segment with Kevin Owens, who Kevin Owens made a joke about him getting uh, uh, Roman Reigns' coffee. And then Jay kind of took offense to that. Uh, they come back from commercial and he's talking to Kayla and then uh, basically Paul Hammond comes in and says, you didn't get permission to do this interview. So now I guess Roman Reigns is, is uh, controlling Jay and making him do whatever. Then they had a weird segment where Rey Mysterio wasn't dressed for his match and his match is next. And I wasn't sure why. Yeah. Uh, it was weird, and then Baron Corbin just attacks him. But it was like, why are you not dressed? You, you. <laughs> yeah, that was very strange. And then uh, Roman and Jay had a few had a little segment where Roman basically told them, you know, you have to go through me. You do something, you know, you have to ask me first. Then we had Baron Corbin versus Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio wrestling in jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> Um, Seth Rollins is on the ramp to watch this match. Uh, this was, I mean, this was a typical big man, little man match, you know, not much else to say. 
In the end, Baron Corbin wins. This was also a Survivor Series qualifier. So Baron Corbin joins Team SmackDown. And then in another Survivor Series qualifier, it is Natalia versus Ruby Riot versus Selena Vega in a triple threat match where Ruby Riot uh, gets the win. It was a double submission at the end, um, and so Natalia let go, and then Vega taps, so then Ruby gets credited for the win. Um, Big E made an appearance on the show, but it was just a backstage segment with the uh, Street Profits. Talking about how he hopes uh, the New Day beat them at Survivor Series. And then Otis and Seth Rollins in a Survivor Series elimination match. Murphy came down and helped Seth Rollins win for some reason. Um, I don't know. So Rollins joins Seth Team SmackDown. Murphy says he had a plan. He knows what he's doing when uh, Aaliyah comes back and confronts him. So I don't know where they're going. Like four chicks named Aaliyah in WWE. Yeah, it's very it's very confusing. Well, I'm okay with it, but I bet Vince McMahon's losing his mind. He doesn't like people to have the same name. Yeah. Well, they're all spelled differently, I guess. So you know. Oh, there you go. Um, then you had another weird Lars Sullivan promo. Yeah. It's just that was bad. And then the main event, Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. Uh, this was a pretty good match. These are both on Team SmackDown. They're going at each other. And Owens, once again, Jay Uso, once again, gets a win over a big name. He beats Kevin Owens here. He hits him with a low blow, then hit him with a super kick, and then a splash. So that was, that was SmackDown. Pretty good, pretty good show. I thought it was better than Raw this week. Uh, definitely some stuff just still makes no sense to me the Murphy stuff that whole storyline is getting to the point where it's I don't know what's happening anymore yeah I don't like the fact that at first it was you know to push uh, Dominic now it's to push Aaliyah well, not only, not only just to push Aaliyah, but now Dominic is like an afterthought. Like he doesn't. He's not do even wrestling. Yeah, he doesn't even wrestle anymore. That's Vince McMahon for you. He he just forgets about people. Um, yeah. Uh, so we had two hundred five live. Um, two matches on this show. It was pretty good though. We had uh, another match between Monsoor and um, and what's his new Adonis. Yep. And uh, Monsoor picked up the win again. So he's still undefeated. He is 3-0 and against poor old Adonis. Uh, I think they need to quit wrestling each other. He just cannot beat him. And then we had yeah. a tag team match. Um, Davari and Nice were going to take on the person that you mentioned earlier. Austin Gray and Kurt Stallion, who I believe I still I'm pretty sure he is the guy that was on AEW Dark that got signed. Um, and it was a it was a banger of a match. I mean, it was long, about 25 minutes on this show, which is impressive. And um, yeah, it was a long match, good match, but in the end, Neeson. Neeson Davari got the win. I don't think it's the same guy. It's not? I don't think so. Oh, man, he looks like he's got the same haircut. Yeah, this dude's like he's been wrestling on the independence as Kurt Stallion. So. Okay. so I don't think it's the same guy. It does look a lot like him. I can't remember that guy's name, though, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so okay, so it's not the guy. But I thought it was. He looks a lot It does like look him. a lot like him. I can understand why. It 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 looked a lot like him. And now I don't know if they should sign that guy because they have another guy that looks exactly like him. Um and then also we had um New Japan uh what's it called? New Japan Strong. Yeah, strong. New Japan strong. I feel like it should have USA in the name just because. 
Yeah. Just it so should. Um, the first match was Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rocher versus Jordan Clearwater. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Rocher both, both got big win. guys. Big, yeah. Yeah, Clearwater yeah, gets the win. Big. He looks skinny, but then once yeah. he's, sta- you know, he's, he's tall, though. Um, Fred Rocher did do a promo. wasn't very good after the match, but no, he's proven why he's not in WWE. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he got um, nervous. He said he was nervous because he messed up. Said, "Oh, I'm nervous. I'm ready for all the op- 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 opportunities coming my way." Yeah, um, yeah. Chase Owens and Danny Limelight. Danny Limelight's on the show every single week. Uh, yeah. He never wins, but he's on the show every single week. Uh, Chase Owens gets the win. Is he still? In, yeah, he's still in. Uh, you know, he's still in Bullet Club. He's like, what do they? What's he? The crown jewel of the Bullet Club. Um, yeah, he's the crown jewel of the Bullet Club. I tell you what, he don't look like much, but he uh, he can he can move in the ring. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, he can, he and then Owens go. also, he also cut a promo. Yeah. And then he he too sweeted. Yeah. Too sweet. And then your main event was Junior Kratos, which is a just a fantastic name. And Russ Taylor versus Rocky Romero and Jeff Cobb. Russ Taylor God. and Junior Kratos. That Kratos dude was huge. I tell you, man, he was massive. I just <laughs> Yeah. Um, this was this was a very good match, back and forth tag team match, um, typical like New Japan style tag team yeah. wrestling. Yeah, uh, but this was very fun. Uh, but Junior Kratos and Russ Taylor get the win, which wow, I, I thought Jeff Cobb would get the win here, but all right. But a very 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 good show. Yeah, uh, if you're not watching Strong, uh, you should watch it because it's very it's very very fun. It's only an hour. It's very quick. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I'll go ahead and recap some New Japan stuff since we're talking New Japan. I finally got caught up, watched all the November, late October, November stuff. Um, we had Power Struggle was the next big show. And on the road, too, there were three shows. And uh, each show only had one match that I watched because the rest of it was a bunch of Bunch of six man, eight man tag matches and 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 uh, young boy matches. So, uh, but each each night ended with um, the main event being a championship match. All the tag team titles were the championship matches. Uh, the first night it was a six man tag team championship match, and the champions retained. Goto, uh, Ishii, and Yano are the six-man tag team champions. And they retained beating, beating uh, El Desperado, Katamura, and Doki. Um, and, then, uh, <clears throat> and then in the night two of the road to power struggle, we had the, uh, the junior tag team titles on the line in the main event. And it was... Uh, Takahashi, the ticking time bomb, former junior heavyweight champion, um, and his partner Bushi taking on Katamura and El Desperado, the tag team champions. They've been they've been the junior tag team champions more than anybody, and uh, they kept their belts also, picking up a win over the ticking time bomb and Bushi. So. No championships changed hands yet. And then we had the IWGP Tag Team Champions as the main event of the third and final show leading into Power Struggle. And no surprise here, they, the champions retained again. <laughs> it was, um, the champions are, uh, are uh, Zack Sabre Jr. And... Uh, Oh man, the guy that rips his pants off. Angel Garza? Uh, no. 
This guy started it. Angel Garza ripped him off. All right. Uh, man, I can't think of his name. But anyway, they kept their belts. They beat uh, Goto and Ishii. Really, it's like the same guys wrestling in every one of these shows. And then we had Power Struggle. Um, we had uh, we had a, a never open championship match. It was a decent match, um, and uh, Minoru Suzuki lost his title back to uh, my favorite wrestler, uh, but I can't think of his name. He's my favorite wrestler on New Japan. I can't think of his name. <laughs> you mean Takagi? Takagi? Yes, yes. He won. The, he won the Never Open title back. The other guy's name is Tai Chi, by the way. Tai Chi, yes. Tai Chi is the guy that ripped his pants off. Apparently, they're called the Dangerous Techers. All right. Well, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> um, and then uh, we also had uh, we had a singles match between Okada and and some guy named the Great Koda. And it's some guy that that uh, um, Will Osprey brought. Apparently, he's some mad scientist-looking dude now. He's his, his heel character, I guess. And um, Okada beat him. It was a hard fought, fought match. Uh, Okada ended up beating him. So Will Ospreay challenged him at Wrestle Kingdom. So that's one of your Wrestle Kingdom matches. And then the main event, or we had actually had two. We had two, like a double main event here. We had Jay White taking on Kota Ibushi for his contract to fight for the titles. 16 years in a row they've had this match where they would at power struggle. I guess that's why it's called power struggle. I don't know. They'd have um, the person with the contract for Wrestle Kingdom defend his contract. In 16 years, they defended their contract until this year because 2020. Um, <laughs> Jay White ended up cheating, putting his rope feet on the ropes with a black backslide and beat Kota Ibushi, so now he has the contract to fight for the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, but since he cheated, the officials, and they can't overturn matches or decisions in, in New Japan, apparently. So since he cheated, they're also going to award Kota Ibushi a chance at the belts first, and then the winner of that match fights Will Ospreay on night two of Wrestle Kingdom. So there you go. Um, in your main event of Power Struggle, Naito took on Evil again, both belts on the line, and Naito beat him again, clean in the ring. Poor Evil. Evil he was yep. champion for about a month, and now he's getting jobbed out every every time. Um, <laughs> so it'll be Naito versus Ibushi, and then the winner of that will be will take on Jay White. So there you go. All that's right. New Japan in, Wrestling Recap. That's in January, right? January 4th. Okay. Cool. Coming up quicker than we think. Uh, yeah. So we have, usually we'd be over, but we have full gear to get through. Uh, this is the last pay-per-view of the year for AEW. Uh, they kind of went out on a high note. Um, this was by far, honestly, this was probably their best pay-per-view of the year. Mm -hmm. um, by far. Um so we'll get into it. On the buy-in, it was Serena D versus Allison K for the women's the sorry the NWA women's championship. Um, Deeb gets the win with her move called the Serenity Lock, and then Thunder Rosa came out. So I guess they're still going to go with Thunder Rosa. I don't know if she signed or she's still with. I don't know what's happening um, there, but I've heard she's still signed with NWA. So. I don't know. I guess NWA and AEW just have a working agreement. Uh, so yeah, that could apparently, be apparently they got a working agreement with them. They're also, um, we'll talk about this in a minute, but they might have a working agreement with with Impact, who also has a deep women's division. Um, so we might have yeah a bunch of crossover with the women, which will help AEW out because their women's division is not that good. So yeah. Um, so we both picked Deeb. Of course, if you don't know, we do predictions for every pay-per-view. Um, we will pick, and then we'll add a number to that pick. Um, if we get it right, we get that many points. Uh, we both had Deeb winning. You had her for seven, and I had her for five. 
starting the review off was Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page in the AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. On commentary for this match was Don Callis. Yeah, he's the Impact big, Wrestling um, president or CEO yeah. or something. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I think they're going to work out an agreement with Impact also. And really um, confused me. Uh, he's a big, uh, he's a big Kenny Omega guy, so that's why. And you know, he did all his Kenny. O- he did all the matches in New Japan. So yeah, it kind of threw me off. I turned on this show and heard Don Callis's voice, and I was like, "What the?" F-? <laughs> um, this match. <sighs> It it was good, um, obviously. Uh, it's it's uh, it's Omega when he's when Omega's on, he's on, and he was on on this show, on this show. Uh, this match was really back and forth, and honestly, I never really thought, um, like, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I didn't know who was gonna win this one. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Um, because they had a lot of. Maybe too many um, false finishes. I mean, there was a lot. This whole show had way too many, in my opinion. There was a spot in this match where they said it was a tiger driver, but to me, it was it was, it was a pile driver. Yeah, he uh, he did the old Jerry Lynn pile driver. I don't think he was supposed to, but he dropped Adam Page on his head. That was the J driller. Yeah, that was that was not the tiger driver. Um, <laughs> He uh, Kenny Omega used the J driller in in New Japan, and surprisingly, Mister Know Every Move called it a Tiger Driver. Yeah, Mister X Caliber called it a Tiger Driver. Um, but in the end, um, Omega hit him with back to back V triggers, then got him up for the one winged angel. And so, um, Kenny Omega is the number one contender. I'm assuming he's the number one contender. I I, I they didn't really explain when he's getting a title match or when if it's happening. Well, I don't know. Um, but Kenny Omega wins the tournament, and it was kind of the finish we all saw coming. I mean, most people called it. Um, you didn't, as you had Adam Page. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I got that right. So I, could, I was trying to be different so I could beat you. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the – yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked Omega for nine, so, yeah. The next match was a match that was honestly pretty good. Uh, Omega, or it's Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. Uh, John Silver is really good, and I never really saw that. <laughs> um, but, of course, Orange, Jack, Orange Cassidy gets the win. This match was good. It wasn't great. Um, John Silver, though, he did a one-armed uh, gorilla press, which was insane. Yeah, just crazy. Um, but in the end, yeah, Orange Cassidy hit the beach break. Yeah, the names of these moves that they have in this company. First, he hit him with the Orange Punch, which is the dumbest move in wrestling. Then he hit him with Beach Break for the win. Uh, Orange Cassidy gets the win. We both had that one, of course. We both picked Orange Cassidy. I had him for seven. You had him for five. All right. You're seeing a trend here, guys. I have not missed the match yet. Um, <laughs> the next match was the TNT Championship. Cody Rhodes, and yes, he is Cody Rhodes, versus Darby Allen. Uh, Cody Rhodes, for the first time in AEW, was called Cody Rhodes, which means Robert can now go full on orgasmic when he makes the call now. Yeah. Uh, this match was pretty good. Uh, Cody Rhodes kind of acting as a heel throughout this match yeah um and uh he was being cocky he was showing off and arn anderson was not happy <laughs> no he was not anderson kept yelling at him uh and then he kept telling Tom darby don't be stupid which was great he's like stay down don't be stupid um, yeah the, the 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 best moment of this match was cody Rhodes hit a top rope uh crossroads yeah which blew my mind <laughs> honestly that was insane um and then he hit him uh and then uh yeah just a roll-up win um for darby allen to get the win um he hit him with a coffin drop rose kicked out and then they he rolled him up got the win 
um, yeah, Rhodes. I thought Cody was going to turn there, but he didn't. Yeah, me too. Um, instead, we had Taz and Brian Cage and Ricky Starks come out and beat the holy hell out of Orange Cassidy. You mean Darby Allen? Or Darby Allen, yeah. Um, he put him through a car. Yeah. <laughs> Just Will Hobbs showed up at the last minute, but it was pretty much over at that point. They kind of – Darby Allen wins, but he uh, does not look like a winner at the end of it. Right. Um, and I had Darby for two points, and you had Cody. So again, you you're going on the wrong wrong train here, Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next match was the AEW Women's Championship: Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. This was one of the few matches that I kind of tuned out for, and it's nothing against the women. Um, it was just long, and it was slow offense from Nyla Rose, and these kind of matches really just take me out. Yeah. Um, the, the, the very slow offense doesn't do anything for me. Not only that, but it was really long. And yeah. they should have ended it a couple times. One time it made sense, and they didn't do it. They just kept going. Probably yeah, Sheeta hit her with a – Yeah, Sheeta hit her with a top rope Falcon Arrow, which was cool. Yeah. Um, should have probably won it there, honestly. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, and it made no sense because she Sheeta ends up winning the match anyway. Yeah. So Sheeta wins, and then, uh, yeah, Vicky was unhappy with Nyla Rose at this match. Had a lot of coaches not being happy on this show. Yeah. Yeah, and then she slapped her. Yep. Uh, I had Sheeta winning. You had Rose. So, again, I get to win. <laughs> I get the points. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this hashtag is going to be hashtag three-time loser. Uh, the next match was the AEW Tag Team Championship. F, this is the dream matchup uh, they've been building for, you know, so long. It, it was FTR versus Young Bucks. This match was very much, hey, we're going to work on Matt Jackson's leg the entire match. And yep. it got old pretty quickly. Um, it became a, we're, we're all just going to do every other tag team's finishing moves at one point. In history. Yeah, it was ridiculous. There was a 3D. They did the twist of fate and the swanton bomb. They they, they literally did like every tag team move ever invented, uh, which was just pretty sure we had a heart attack in there. And yeah, we had a little bit of everything. Spike pile driver, you know, yep. a little bit of everything. Uh, in the end, for some reason, Wheeler went for a f- springboard 450 out of nowhere. Yeah, which I didn't and know he that- could do. Match it was impressive, but then this match, after all the craziness, you had all these high flying moves, it was ended with a super kick with no shoe on. Just I don't know. The ending I did not like, the rest of the match was okay. Um, I didn't like that they were doing all the other teams' finishing moves, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um, it was still a really good tag team match, and I'll give the young books credit. It was you know, it was pretty good. Uh, but in the end, yes, the Young Bucks are the new champions. We both saw that coming. I mean, they didn't put that stipulation on there. They're not going to do that stipulation twice right. um, and have the person lose. So Young Bucks get the win. I had them for three. You had them for only one point. If you would have put a little bit more on that one, you may have uh, turned this around here, Nathan. Right. Uh, but that was – I mean, it was, a, it was a pretty good tag team match. But, again, the ending was pretty weird why they'd have him go for that. Why he do that makes no sense. That goes completely against their entire mantra, but so be it. Young Bucks are the tag team champions. The next match was Elite Deletion. Ugh, Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. This match. Yeah. So from a guy who said he's never going to do the deletion stuff again, kind of just went full gear here. No yeah. pun intended. I didn't even mean to say full gear. That was not a pun. I didn't mean to. <laughs> but Matt he Hardy. Yeah, this was this was straight out of the broken universe crap that no one really wants to see anymore. Um, this would have been okay besides a few things. A, why were the announcers talking? Because they didn't talk half the time, and then they started talking, and then they stopped talking. I, I don't know. I I didn't need the announcers during this because they didn't know what to say half the time. All right. Um, and then B, I mean, yeah, you had 
you had Gangrel on Hurricane. But again, of all the, of all the, I guess, sit, what did, you know, these type of matches, um, this one's one of the worst. Uh, this was, this was not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Very bad. Didn't like it. The only thing I liked was Gangrel. Yeah, Gangrel showing up was cool, and he still looks like he still looks cool. Um, but they they hired they 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 relied too heavily on the broken stuff with Senior Benjamin and Vanguard One, even though Mount Hardy said he wasn't going to do this anymore. Yeah, it kind of kind of made me mad. Um, I did get it right. I did pick Hardy, but only for one. I did not care about this match going into it, and after it, I still don't care about it. So. <laughs> And the next match, MJF versus Jericho. If MJF is, wins, he is in the inner circle. I really didn't know if they were going to wrestle, but then they had a pretty good match. Chris Jericho uh, did some of his old stuff. Yeah. Pulled out a lion salt. He pulled out a... Uh, he pulled walls out a... Jericho? Yeah, the walls of Jericho. But in the um, end, he tried to cheat. Um, uh, uh, MJF got the diamond ring from Wardlow. So Jericho got the baseball bat from Hagar. Or Hager. Hagar? Hagar. Hagar. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, whenever MJF saw the bat, he dropped down like Eddie Guerrero used to do. And when the referee turned around, he thought Jericho hit him with a bat, called for disqualification. And MJF is in the inner circle because he outsmarted Chris Jericho. Yeah. Um, if this is leading to an MJF face turn, it'd be something I would never see coming. But I don't know if it'll be a face turn. I think MJF might try to take over the inner circle, maybe. Well, that's what, um, yeah, it might. It's going to be like a power struggle. But the thing is, all the people that didn't want him in it weren't there because they were all in that deletion thing. Yeah, yeah. So the, that's going to get interesting. Um. So, yeah, MJF gets the win. This is the only match I missed on this show um, as I had Jericho winning and you had MJF for four. Um, right. That's the only match I missed uh, so far, I guess I'll say. Don't spoil anything. The main event, the I Quit match, Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. And if you're thinking, was this a train wreck? Of course it was, because it was a John Moxley match. Um, uh, bad. No, it, this was this was good, but it was a typical John Moxley match where it's got to have weapons. It's got to be hardcore. Because um, Moxley, no offense, he can't wrestle. He's not a good wrestler. He's a good fighter. Um, so. And Eddie Eddie Kingston isn't a good wrestler either, so this was just a fight. Um, in the end, uh, Moxley had a piece of barbed wire um, and choked out Eddie Kingston, who who said I quit. And then Kenny Omega came out, so obviously it's Kenny Omega and Moxley for the title at a future date. Right. I mean, it, this was a typical hardcore. It was very, it was very brutal. Um, at one point, Moxley had thumbtacks in his head. Yeah. Yeah, pretty this was your typical. Crazy, pretty crazy visual seeing yeah. thumbtacks sticking out somebody's head. Yeah. I mean, this was a typical John Moxley hardcore match. I mean, it, it's going to be bloody and nasty and gory and just. I don't, I'm not into it. <laughs> we'll, see, uh, we'll see how he does against uh, Kenny Omega. It probably won't be that kind of a match then. Yeah, this will be the rematch. They wrestled once before when Moxley first showed up. That kind of was that, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Moxley gets the win. You had him for nine. I had him for eight. And if there's any question, I won because I almost swept the board. So <laughs> <laughs> um, That's three in a row, guys. I think I'm finally getting the hang of this. Uh <laughs> this whole prediction thing. Um, there were no turns. That was the bonus. Uh, there were no turns. Nope. No, no heel turns. So no one got the. And as punishment, now Nathan. Speaking of Eddie Kingston, Nathan must do a Eddie Kingston promo. Right. 
which basically means you get to do a promo in a New York accent. Basically. <laughs> so, so here it goes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't even know if I could do this. So I, yeah, well, I couldn't either. So you know, I was hoping you were. I was banking on you losing. <laughs> Me too. All right, so here we go. You know, John Moxley. You know, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> why? Wait, why are you coming out like freaking? Uh, you're like John Travolta in Greece right now. <laughs> John Moxley, we were like brothers, you know, we were family, and now you turn on me, and you're going to have to kill me, John, you're going to have to kill me at, at this match, you know, you got to kill me to get me to tap out, I'm not going to quit, I got my boys, <laughs> I got my boys Butcher and Blade, they got my back like always, I also got the Lucha Bros, my best friend Penta, we're family for life, all five of us. Not sure what's going to happen when Pac comes back. Maybe that'll be my next feud. I don't know. <laughs> but since you beat me, John, I guess I'll shake your hand. No, no, I won't. I'll just walk out and with my Power Ranger outfit, and uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. There we go. So that was John Travolta from Greece, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, you can you have a very quick chance to redeem yourself because the Survivor Series prediction is coming up later this week. Right. Yeah, Survivor Series is next Sunday, so you'll have a very quick ch you'll have a chance to redeem yourself. Survivor Series is going to be interesting as there's it's all Raw or SmackDown, so I'm not 100% sure how that one's going to go down. So Yeah. Um thank you for joining us on this one. Uh this was a fun ride through the week of wrestling. Uh, we had we had we had we had we had a blast here. Um, we have the video game podcast coming out on Thursday and on Saturday. It will be probably the sports broadcast and the prediction show. Uh, the Savar Series predictions will come out both on Saturday. Tune in for those. Um, we should have some good discussions there and some good shows for you. Uh, as always, follow us on the social media at Sabri ENT on all the all the, all the pages, all the sites. Um, remember to use the hashtag SSSPod if you want to talk about this. And if you do, I will I will love you forever. Um, <laughs> so as always, thank you for thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. We appreciate you, all the loyal listeners, because I I know there's a couple that listen to everyone um, because I see the views. So I appreciate you. For Ron Nathan, this is Ryan saying, as always, to score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs>